Welcome, everyone, to the welcome back edition of Straight Ballin'. Welcome back to me, right? I've, I've, it's been like three weeks since I did this. Uh, I've been floor, I was in Florida the last week. Two weeks ago, I did the podcast with Charles Butler about the Jalen Johnson, Port Washington incident. If you, hadn't, if you have not listened to that one, please listen to it. It's a great, great podcast. Very thought-provoking, uh, but I've heard a lot of people uh, enjoyed it. So I think I thank those people that listened to it. And if you have not listened to it, please listen to it. A lot has happened in the world of basketball. Since um, since I've I've recorded, since I've talked, it's Sunday night. You probably don't care that it's Sunday night, right? You just care that you're listening to it, and all I care is that you're listening to it as well. But it is seven twenty on a Sunday night, so at least we can give you a frame of reference of what has happened in the world of basketball. So, anyways, so since we've talked last time, Wisconsin, we'll cover Wisconsin right off the bat, right? Um, so currently they're sitting at twenty nine. They're tied for fourth in the Big Ten. It's kind of the games that, that the kind of games that they've had since we talked last. Lost to Michigan State, went over Illinois, went over Northwestern, lost to Indiana. They beat Penn State yesterday. All right, the currently they're projected as the four seed in uh, in the tournament, which will change. I mean, that was as of Friday. Lots of games have changed. You know, Kentucky got their brains their brains their brains beat in by Tennessee yesterday. We'll talk about that in a bit. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to go specifically game by game what happened here. We always talk about Ethan Happ, right? <laughs> it's a great stat I heard yesterday. Uh, but anyways, you know, Happ's averaging 18, 10, and five for the year. Great, that's awesome. Forty five percent free throw shooting. <laughs> that's not great. Uh, but a friend of mine, you know who you are, showed me the stat yesterday. He is the fifth college basketball player ever to have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 400 assists, okay? Five people in the history of college basketball have done that. It's Oscar Robertson. It's Danny Ferry. It's Larry Bird. And it's Stacey Ogman. Ethan Happ is the fifth, okay? That's one hell of a list. That is one hell of a list. When I saw the list, I was like, well, he's going to be the only person that doesn't play a minute in the NBA. Larry Bird. Larry Bird, Oscar Robertson, Stacey Ogman, Danny Ferry, Ethan Happ. That's your fucking list. Just let that, everyone just sit back. Just let that sink in, okay? If you don't believe me, Google it. I saw it yesterday. We, we looked at it tonight again. Just let that sit in for a little bit, okay? That is a crazy list. And, I mean, obviously, we know who Larry Bird We know Bird and Robertson. And Danny Ferry, yeah. I'd have, to, I'd have to do some research on his NBA career. It wasn't great. It wasn't long, but he, he played. I mean, he was one of the top draft picks. Augman played for, for a long-ass time. I mean, he was a, I mean, he was a plastic man, right? He's long. He's long. He's a, he's a, he'd be perfect in the NBA this, in, in this day and age, right? 3 and D guy? I don't know if he can shoot threes, but he can defend. I mean, he's long. Uh, the Ethan Happ doesn't fit in that in the, into that group, but that's an that's an that's just that's insane. That stat is insane. I he is going to be one of the greatest college basketball players ever. Not even let's take the NBA out of it. He's going to be one of the greatest college basketball players that has ever played the game statistically. And he's probably not going to play in the NBA. Like that's oh man, that's. Whew. 
That was that was I I that sh- that stat shocked me just to see those names and he's part of it. Speaking of not playing in the NBA, and this is something I had written down two or three weeks ago when I was going to do this podcast before the whole Jalen Johnson thing came down. I I prepped, but then obviously I just I focused on the whole thing, the conversation with Charles and I. Here are your Big Ten Player of the Years, your Big Ten Player of the Year, you know, uh, favorites, right? It's Hap, it's Edwards from Purdue, and it's Winston from Michigan State. Are any of these guys going to play in the NBA? Are any of them? Or the top three guys in the Big Ten, none of them are going to play in the NBA. Hap's not projected to get drafted. Winston's not projected to get drafted, probably because he wears his headband like a fucking douche. And Edwards is like maybe second round, early second round, maybe. That's, man, I I said tonight uh, to a couple friends, I'm like, it is crazy how the change from NCAA you know, college basketball to the NBA is like how these guys can be so dominant in one and not even get a look in the next. It's and and guys in college that just don't do shit, and then they go to the NBA and they're amazing. Like, I get it. People grow differently, and there's you know you you NBA drafts on potential and all that stuff. But you get three guys that may never ever play in the NBA, and they're the top three guys for player of the year in the Big Ten. It's it's just a it's it's crazy to me. Let's move on to Duke. Uh, it, it's wow, Duke, man. It's been since we've talked. It's been an interesting uh, road for Duke. So the I guess we start if we start at the the most furthest back part is Louis, the Louisville game where they were down twenty three in the second half and they came back and won. Insane game. If this was if this podcast was being recorded two or three weeks ago, I would have we talk about it more. But I just want to do little snippets here. They beat NC State. They play North Carolina. Zion gets hurt in the first thirty seconds. Pulls a shoe out. You guys, we, we've all seen it, right? If you have not seen, if you're listening to this podcast, you've never seen this, and you haven't seen the the video of Zion blowing his, his shoe out. You're, I don't know what the fucking what you're doing or what you're listening to, but uh, they lose him. They lose to North Carolina. Then they beat Syracuse with no Zion. They lose to Virginia Tech with no Zion. They beat Miami yesterday with no Zion. And I, I'm not going to take this time to talk about. Well, nah, maybe I will. We'll see uh, about Zion. Was should he play or not? It's why. He's going to play like it's, just, it's no, he blew his shoe out. He tweaked his knee a little bit in tears ACL. He landed his head. Like these injuries happen all the time. Like this could happen to anyone. So and there's all these people. There's a, this, there's the one side that is like, he shouldn't play. He should ever play. He, stop it. Shut it down. Go to the NBA, whatever. It's nothing happened. He got hurt a little bit. Cam Reddish was out sick. You're going to stop playing basketball because you're sick. Trey Jones jacked his shoulder. You're going to stop playing because your shoulder got jacked a little bit. Like, calm down. And I get Zion is this, he's a great athlete and he's a great, we think he's a great player, right? He's this transcending athlete that we've never seen before. We, you know, maybe we've never seen before. You can't shut it down. And, and I hope he play. I mean, my, my, my thought as a Duke fan is let's get him back for the North Carolina game, which is this Saturday. And for the ACC tournament and the NCAA tournament, we're good to go. Shit, I'll just take him back for the, the NCAA tournament. But I want to, you know, and I don't, and I don't think the, I don't think the NCAA seating is going to affect much. If he doesn't play, I would like to think that the seating committee is going to be like, well, there's no Zion, but they're clearly number one. You know, Coach K said this. They've lost one game this year without Zion, or with you know, at at full strength, they've lost one game against Gonzaga in the beginning, like the second, third game of the year. All the other losses are without Zion, or you know, the one game is without Trey and um, uh, Cam, which without Cam could, yeah, it could have been actually better with how much he freaking shoots, but. Uh, but this, you know, this Zion's going to play. 
I mean, come on, man. He's going to play. You're a basketball player. You play. All these guys, these guys play pickup ball. These NBA players play pickup ball at the Drew League in the summer. I mean, come on, really? You're, you, you tweak your knee a little bit because your shoe blows out in a freak accident, a fluke accident that you're not going to play basketball anymore because you don't, want, you don't want to preserve your number one status? Come on. You design your plane. And if you don't want to play and you want to talk about it, you can come on the podcast. So I, I read a couple of the stats too with, with, uh, just talking about Duke real quick because I, I, you know, I like to go through stats. Zion's 22, 9, and 2 right now. He's shooting eight, 68% from the field. 68% from the field. That's insane. RJ, 23, 7, and 4. 46% from the field, 32% from three. Again, RJ might want to stop shooting the ball. Cam Reddish, 14, 4, and 2. 36% from the field, 34% from three. He's 74 of 220 from three. That's like shooting essentially like, you know, seven of 22. Like if I gave you 22 three pointers, you made seven of them. You're, the, you're supposed to be the best three-point shooter in the country, and that's what you're shooting. I, I don't know. You know, you talk about these guys. Zion's going to be number one pick. RJ's going to be number two or three, probably. Cam, they're talking about top five. I, I'm worried, man. I'm worried about Cam. I'm worried about it. You see these guys now. No Zion. They don't know how to play. They lose games without him. Zion clearly runs that team. RJ's a full Kobe, James Harden type player. I don't know what Cam Reddish is right now. He's just a volume shooter that doesn't maybe hit shots at a very, very good clip, but uh, we're going to keep an eye on it, as we say. By the way, Florida was awesome. Florida was great. Great weather. It was awesome to come back, and the first thing I had to do was snow blow. Snow that was on top of ice. But Florida was amazing. I had a blast. Didn't actually watch a ton of college. We got out to watch the Duke-Virginia Tech game. Watched at Wing House. If you've never been to Wing House, it's like a Hooters, except with booty. Got some good pictures there. Kids loved it. The boys, we bought the boys. The boys loved the uh, the tits and ass, if you'll, if you will. Oh, it was fun. Everyone we met in Florida, I swear not everyone. Over fifty percent of the people that we met from Florida met in Florida were from Wisconsin. Met some people from Green Bay, um, from Superior, uh, Oshkosh. We met some people from like the UP. I know it's not Wisconsin. Calm down. But anyways, a lot of people from oh, another people from uh, Bio Claire. They're like, oh, you probably don't know where we live. We live, we live by Eau Claire. I'm like, well, I went to Eau Claire. I know, of course, where I know exactly where you live. But anyways, it was it was a good trip. It was good to get away. It was actually kind of nice to get back, just get back to normal living. Um, but anyways, that a good week. I wish I should have. I wish I could have done podcast down there. Let's get into our Wisconsin guys. Again, we're going to just touch on this stuff for we'll kind of highlights. We'll go. Keyshawn Justice. I asked you last time. Can Santa Clara please play? Please play on national TV so I can watch them. They did. And I went to bed instead. It was like a 10 o'clock game. Like, I'm fucking going to bed. I don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, he's averaging 10, 3, and 2. Keyshawn, come on, man. I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do with you. I just, I don't get to see you enough. So I don't, I can't make judgments just on box scores. Halliburton. Oh, man. I, you know, in, in, Iowa State's lost three of the last four. He's averaging for the year, you know, 12, 5, and 3. He's not been great. He's not been great in the last four, five, six, seven games. Again, I talked last time. Is there a freshman wall? I've, I was told that there's not a freshman wall. There shouldn't be a freshman wall. Maybe there is. I don't know. He's skinny. He's light. Maybe there is for him. We'll see how it goes with him going forward, but he has not looked good lately. He has not been productive. It's not, he's been awful, but it's just not, it hasn't been, it hasn't been how he started the year, which was so amazing. McCabe. Holy hell. Jordan McCabe. I, I, full disclosure, I was never Jordan McCabe guy going into this podcast when I started this. Uh, for the last two years, I've not been a Jordan McCabe fan. And then as his college career started, I stuck up for him, right? 
and I wanted him. To, I wanted to see him play because he didn't get he didn't get run. He was playing eleven minutes, eighteen minutes, whatever. I don't know if Huggins just decided to you know wave the white flag or throw him the towel and just say fuck it, I'm playing whoever. And he, but he started he starts he starts playing McCabe. He, he starts McCabe, and he's playing like McCabe goes from eleven and eighteen minutes, and also now he's playing fucking. 38 minutes and 50 minutes and 35 minutes. Literally, those are the last three games, right? He's played, he's played 38, 50, and 35. This is last, those are the last three games that he's played. Okay. He's played a shitload. And I watched and I got, I was able actually to able to watch this. He looks like, he looks like McCabe. If you listen to these, this podcast in the beginning of the year, I'm like, he, he looks, he looks timid. He looks terrified. He's going to get yanked. It's like finally Huggins got his shit together and said, Jordan, go play, man. I'm not going to yank you. You go play. You play how you hunt. You know how to play. And we'll see what happens. And this last three games scored 18, 25, 14. He had three steals in one game, six steals in another. Three-point shooting hasn't been great. Four of 11, three of nine, two of six. Um, 11 assists one game, three assists another four. I mean, this is what you wanted from McKay, but I watched him. I'm like, he looks comfortable. He's running the show. He's directing people. He's breaking people down. He's making great passes in the open court. It's this is what you fucking recruited McCabe for. And it took you 15 to 20 games to fucking figure it out, Huggins. That's to me, that's a bad coach. Like, if you can't figure out your players, you're not a good coach. Like, you put him in the best position to succeed. That's the point of being a coach, right? You know, kids, you, 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 and you recruited him. Like, you should know what he, should, you know, what he's good at. So, I'm I'm actually excited. I'm I'm happy to watch McCabe play now. I'm happy to and I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm happy how how he's doing. I hope it continues. He's finally you can again. I I I feel it was one of those things where he felt so terrified to do anything, and Huggins finally just said, "I'm not I'm not yanking you. Just go fucking play." So awesome job, McCabe. You're gonna, I'll I'll have you on the pod this summer. Guarantee it's gonna happen. It's not a guarantee, but it's a really close guarantee. It's a really good guarantee. Um, but it was, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Like I've been, again, if you listen to this podcast, I've been calling it forever. Let him fucking play, let him play how he's, how he's played, why you recruited him. You recruited him because he played a certain way. Let him fucking play that way. And you never did. And now that you are, he's being actually productive. Tyler Hero, my man, Tyler Hero. Let's get to Tyler Hero. For this season, averaging 14, four and two, 3.37% threes. All right. You know, not, not great. Not not hey, it's better than Cam Reddish for God's sakes, but awesome. Hey, hero, seventy-one of seventy-six from the free throw line. That's that's awesome. Let's just take some highlights from the last like four or five, six games. Okay, we got some losses, tough losses. Lost to Tennessee yesterday. Oh, should I start the other way? Maybe I should start the other way. They beat Tennessee, right? And I mentioned this in the podcast with Charles. They beat Tennessee. Tyler Hero goes for fifteen, thirteen, and three. Thirteen rebounds. Tennessee was seven of twenty-five from three. You know what happens when you miss eighteen fucking three-pointers? You get long rebounds. That's how Tyler Hero gets thirteen rebounds because he's always in the perimeter. He he averages like well yeah I just said he averages four rebounds a game. I mean you you pick that up when a team that you're playing shoots shitty from the three. You pick that up. That's just what happens. Uh, highlight of the game right when I was I was in Florida. I was like oh here we go here we go. Tyler Hero scores twenty-nine points. He shoots nine of ten from the field, five of six from three, and then. If I was popular enough, if my po- if this podcast was popular enough, if you guys promoted it like I'd like you to, people would have been flooding my Twitter feed. Hey, what do you got to say now? Tell Hero. There's your Tell Hero game, 29 points, five of six from three. And I'd have been like, yeah, I told you it was going to happen. I told you it was going to happen. I also told you what was going to fucking happen next. Plays Tennessee yesterday at Tennessee. Two of 11 shooting, oh, five from three. Five, five 
Five. Everyone, look at your hand. Put it out. Spread your hand out, right? Just spread it out. Count those, count those things that are called fingers and thumbs. Five. Five turnovers. That's solid. Solid work, Tyler Hero. Again, full disclosure, I'll be transparent. Not a Tyler Hero fan. This <laughs> is the way it is. So when I when I when I see the 29 points and the five or six from three, I'm like, hey, hey, that's great. That's a good shooter. And then I see the 0 for 5 and I smile a little bit. Makes me uh Makes me a little happy. They're projected. They were projected Friday as a number one seed in the tournament. We'll see. Maybe it'll be there'll be a one or two. But um, I want as a Duke fan, I want to see them play again because I want to see them get throttled. That's the college basketball roundup. We we're 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 rounding in. We're getting into uh, it's the last week of regular season. Then we got the conference tournaments, and then we got you know selection Sunday. We'll have a special for that. As far as podcast goes, and then we get to the tournament. Um, this is this is this is the greatest time of year. I told Tanya today. I said, um, I just want to let you know, like the next like three weeks or so, you might want to not like plan anything, or at least plan anything for me. And if you do, like you might want to talk to me about it because, um, I'm not nothing's happening. Like I'm, it's basketball, and you know the Kimberly girls want congratulations to the Kimberly girls uh, high school basketball team. They won. Uh, they're they're going to state. They won yesterday against Wausau West. So they're going to state, and they'll play Friday, Friday, and hopefully Saturday. Uh, Kimberly boys played last night, and they won. They've got two more games. Hopefully, they'll be going to state. Um, I'm on, I'm I'm not I'm not talking about the. I, I want to talk so much about the high school games. I do. I can't. I do, but I can't. I do, but I can't. I just they're kids. And my kids are in the district too, so I, you know, I've got my opinions. Obviously, I will say this about the WIA playoffs. And, and again, this is Sunday night. Um, the I think the venues are coming out tomorrow as far as where they're playing. Because as of right now, Nina and Kimberly is scheduled to play in Hudson, which makes no sense. And then Hudson and Appleton West are scheduled to play in Oshkosh, which which I guess whatever. But and then the sectional finals in, is in Rapids, which that's come on. I mean. So I I was gonna have a, a I I had a segment of the pod called Get Your Shit Together, which a few weeks ago it was gonna be about those the wrestling parents that were at Get Kimberly. They weren't Kimberly parents; they were wrestling parents getting in fights with each other. This is fucking great. Like, come on, parent, get your shit together. Like, you're fighting at a wrestling ma- your wrestling match for your kids. You're fighting. You're literally not not arguing, yelling at each other, fighting. You are literally tackling each other on the fucking mat. You got, you've got, you got, everyone got fined for disorderly conduct. Are you, parents, check your fucking self. Everyone get your shit together. Like, what the hell are you doing? Okay. And I've talked about this in the past with high school parents watching their kids play basketball and youth, you know, parents for watching their youth kids. Like, just relax. They're, they're not saving the world at, in fifth grade. And, you know, watching high school, I was at the game last night with the Kimberly game last night. Like, everyone calm down. Okay, Jameson, you want to talk? You want to get in the pod? Oh, Jameson's going to make an appearance. What do you want? You going to say anything or no? Well, then get out of the room and shut the door. Yeah, we'll get you food in a little bit. Say something. Jameson's first appearance in the pod. He's not even leaving. He wants to get on the podcast. Grab a chair. Let's talk. I can't hear you. Go. 
Okay, Jameson's in here. This is great. You want me to read the text? I got it. I'll get it when I'm done. I know. Okay. All right. Good talk, Jameson. I'm going to get him on the podcast at some point. He's going to talk basketball with me. He knows a lot about basketball. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your shit together, you guys. Like, I watched the high school game last night, and it's like some of these parents are just body language. Everyone body language. And I get it. Everyone who's listening to this is like, oh, my God, Sam, you were awful body language. In there. Yeah, I was. I had awful body language when I was coaching third and fourth graders because I expected so much out of them. And then I realized, like, man, you got to let them be. Sometimes you got to let them be. But I don't ever... I, I'm conscious about like when my kids play basketball, if they do something stupid, I'm, I'm aware of like how I'm reacting. Because if they look at me, first of all, don't look at your parents. I think I've said it before. If you're playing a game, don't look at your parents. You look at the coach and that's it. You look at the coach and that is it. Don't look at your parents in the stands or your grandfather or whoever else is in the stands watching you making an ass out of themselves. Play fucking basketball and look at your coach only. That is it. Okay? So you kids that are listening to me, and I know there's some of you, don't look at anyone but your coach, all right? That's, it's your coach. They're, the, they're a coach for your reason, whether you like him or not. And parents, whether you like the coach or not, okay? You, you can coach your kid. I, I can't stop you or no one can stop you coaching your kid when you're with the kid, like at home eating spaghetti for dinner. But when your kid is playing a basketball game, he looks at the coach and that's it. Don't fucking look at your parents and ask for help or give hand signals to do something, whatever. And kids, be a good teammate, man. It's not about you. It's about your team. Playing high school basketball. Have fun. Enjoy it. Anyways, WIA, get your shit together as far as scheduling goes. Maybe you will. We'll figure it out. Uh, since I'll, since we've talked last, uh, NBA, it was NBA All-Star Weekend. I had a big, I had a, kind of like a big rant on NBA All-Star Weekend. Joe Harris won the three. He beat Steph Curry. I, I wanted him so bad to get interviewed at the end and be like, yeah, Steph Curry, I beat your ass in the three-point contest. Pretty sure I'm the best shooter in the NBA. Like if you wanted, if you were Joe Harris and you wanted to be sponsored, you wanted some kind of endorsement, you talk shit, you talk shit at that moment. Cause that's the world we live in, right? Make yourself, make, make the world stop or the people stop. Like, oh, what the hell did Joe Harris just say? Like he's, and he was very, he was great. He was humble. He's like, yeah, I just shot. Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, it was boring. That's, that's boring. Doesn't sell. Right. Come on, Joe. You want endorsements? Talk about how you just kicked Steph Curry's ass. Like, Steph, you little bitch. I just whipped your ass three point shootout. Let's go. You want to go again now? I'll, I just, I'll put 500 grand. Like that would have been unbelievable. Highly, highly, highly entertaining. That's what I would love to see. NBA dunk contest. Get rid of it. It is awful. Like it is so bad. Unless you can get some stars in this game, in this, in the dunk contest, which I'm not sure you can get rid of. It's, it is awful. Get rid of it. I know they talk about bringing professional dunkers in. No one's going to want to do that because no one's going to want to lose to a professional dunker that doesn't play in the basketball in the NBA. You've got to just eliminate. What you should do is just the dunk contest is four guys that were made that made the All Star team. They had to be there for All Star Weekend, and it's probably going to be less great dunks, but at least it's stars doing it against each other, and they don't feel like they have anything to lose. Like LeBron's never going to do a dunk contest because he has nothing to gain by it. He has nothing to gain by fucking Diallo from. Uh, fucking OKC beat him in a dunk contest. That's that's nothing. It, it it ruins his image. There's no point to it. So he's never going to be a, in a dunk contest. So you need and Giannis said he's like, Giannis like oh dunk contest and uh, Donovan Mitchell's like if you're in it I'm in it. Well I don't know what is Giannis. I guess Giannis has to something to gain from it because he's not. I mean he's not a dunk. He's fucking seven feet tall. Like what's he gonna do for a dunk? Like everyone was like oh my god that Steph Curry bounce past a. Okay, it was cool in the moment. I I was like, oh, that was awesome. And then you watch it and like, 
Well, I mean, you know, he bounced a pass off the ground and Giannis kind of went up kind of high for it. But again, he's got like a, he can fucking reach 10 feet in the fucking air standing. Like, was it that awesome? Anyways, I'm, God, am I a Debbie Downer? I'm sorry. Sorry, Debbie Downer. Anyways, NBA, uh, Bucks, whoo, they lost last night, but they're in, they got a good lead. They're, they, they got a, the number one seed almost locked up. Uh, they'll probably have home court advantage. I don't know what signing Paul Gasol does, but uh, they got Miritich now. It's I'm excited. Bucks look great. Sign Bledsoe. God, you got to keep you got to keep Middleton. You got to keep Brogdon. Figure that out. Okay, let's bring up the dick move of the week. Dad, I love you. I seriously do love you. I do. I love my dad. I love. I love him. We're we're at this age now where Tony and I were talking about this a lot recently. Just kid stuff and dad stuff and how you change. And, you know, I went through a phase in high school where I, I hated my dad. I don't say hated. I, I, got, I got into it with my dad a lot. We argued a lot. I was spoiled. It happens, right? Kids, it happens. I, I, I want to tell you all you kids, and I should be, um, as I tell you kids who are listening, uh, or anyone who's listening, and I'm going to tell myself self this as I, as I say it, like, respect your parents, love your parents, know that you are where you are because of your parents. Like they love you. Right. Um, and in high school I was, I was spoiled and I was, you know, kind of a prick. I was just reality. It's, you know, whatever. Uh, and then I got to college and, you know, move, you move away. Technically you're at, you know, you're at college obviously and living in a dorm or in a house with your friends, whatever. And my dad and I had, uh, an amazing relationship at that point. And a lot of it was because he came in, he came and hung out. He came and partied with us. Uh, he was, just, he was kind of like one of the guys. And I know that maybe some people think that that's not your, that's not a, the job is, of a dad is to be one of the guys. It is. It, it's, it's, it's the job. Your dad, your job as a dad is to, is to make your kids great. Like, and I know it's maybe not, I want my kids to, I don't care if my kids don't like me. I'm trying to, yeah, I, I don't know. I think you want your kids to like you, right? I mean, I do. I, 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 Jameson and I get into it now a, a, a lot. He walked in here. He hates the podcast. He's like, I'm not listening to my tone anyone. He walked in here during this and he was all smiles. Like, and Jameson can say as much as he wants that he didn't want to go to Florida and, and that he didn't have fun. I knew he had fun. I can watch him smiling here and there. But like Jameson and I get into it and whatever. But I, I think I'm being a pretty good dad. Like obviously your your job as a as a father or mother, or whatever, is to is to raise your kids to be good to be good kids. Like I've told Jameson all the time, like, you know, you can you want to disrespect me, don't, but you better when you get to the real world and, and even now, you better respect everyone else. Like don't be disrespectful to people. Be a good person. Surround yourself with good people. Be someone that other one other people want to be around. Like don't, I don't, Jameson's exhausting sometimes. And, um, and I tell him like, we, you want to be around you, like be a good person that people want to be around and be positive. And I get it. Like this whole podcast is blasting on hero. And I was blasting on McCabe. Now I'm happy on McCabe. And Hal Burton, you know, I get all this stuff and blasting on and hap. This is entertainment, right? I'm not talking about life lessons a lot of time. I am now, but I, you know, I'm not in the past, but, or previously. Um, so anyways, like my dad and I had a had in college during college were awesome. And yeah, a lot of it was because he was like kind of one of the guys he was, he was, he was fun to be around. Okay. Get off, off of college. Um, you know, I'm in my, you know, you know, young twenties, mid twenties, dad and I had a good relationship. And as you get older, it's just parents lose sight. I don't want to say lose sight, but like they, they continue to be parents, right? My mom does this too. They're, they're always trying to be the parent, right? 
they they don't i always i've told both my parents you guys don't realize i'm 41 like you treat me like i'm 15 you don't treat me like i'm 41 right so my mentality is stop treating me like a 15 year old and their mentality is like you're my son like i'm always going to tell you what to do and how to live your life now which is not great right this is that's not a great combination because things have changed since they were you know since they were you know since they were 15 or since they were four, even 41, like life is different, right? Like my dad hates texting and I get it because he never texted. Now he has, like the world has evolved around him, right? You got to, either you're going to evolve with it, with the world, or you're going to be unhappy and you're going to get, it's just, you're going to, you're going to butt heads with people, right? So like, I always want to text my dad and my dad always wants to call and talk and I don't want to, it's just the way it is. I've totally gotten off track on this dick move of the week. Anyways, let's get back to the dick move of the week. I just give you totally rant on on parents and things like that. All right, here's the dick move of the week. So we're in Florida. I asked my dad. He's like, well, do you want me to pick up the mail? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I said, uh, why don't you come? We're going from Saturday to Thursday. I said, why don't you just come on Tuesday? Grab the mail because it's the middle of the week. You know, uh, if there's anything on the, on the front porch because I get, you know, packages from work and shit like that. Uh, grab that stuff in, take it in, you know, no big deal. And then if you could, please take out the recycle bin. It's right, it's right in the garage, right behind the cars. All I have to do is wheel it out. And, I, and it's, in the grand scheme of things, taking out a recycle bin is not that big of a deal. It happens every other Thursday. But in my household, in my world, for how much shit I get for work with cardboard, it has to go out every two weeks because we are so backed up. Oh, maybe it's backed up because you drink so much beer and wine. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe that's why too. Anyways, but it's mostly because of the work cardboard. So anyways, uh, Tuesday night, I get a text from my dad. Actually, yeah, yeah, I get a text from my dad. He's like, um, went to your house. It's all ice because it was we had bad weather. He's like, it's all ice. Couldn't get to the mailbox. Uh, there, you, had a package on, you had a package on the porch, and I couldn't take the recyclables out because I didn't want to fall on the ice to the, to the corner. And I'm like, well, I got to get this recyclables shit out. Like, I, it has to go out. So I'm like, I'll schedule. I'll, I'll get someone to come over you know, and meet you there and take the recyclables out, whatever. So that happens on Wednesday night, Thursday, we leave Florida, we come home. Uh, my dad texts me, Hey, you know, you back in Appleton. Yeah, I'm home, whatever. He's like, all right, well, I got a package for you, uh, in my car that I picked off the porch. And I'm like, um, why didn't you leave it in the house? And, uh, he's like, well, I, that was when I almost fell twice. So I never got in your house. I'm like, did you seriously walk all the way up to the front porch? And not, and grab a package and not go two steps further and put it in the house. And he was like, well, yeah, what's the big deal? And I'm like, I just, I couldn't believe it. So I was telling one of my friends, I'm like, I literally asked my father, this is my father had a job, had three jobs to do, right? And he, which he offered to do. It was grab the mail, take the recyclables out and bring in any packages that were on the porch. He didn't do one of them. Not one. Mail was still in the mailbox. Recyclables I had to have someone come over to do. And he kept the package. Which he kept asking me what was in the package. It's my package. I, I had I bought something to or whatever. I had something to do in my house. In a pa- I didn't buy I'm sorry, Dad, it's it's not your birthday anymore. I didn't buy you anything. But like this is the dick move of the week. Like three things to do at my house. Not one was done. Dad, I love you. <laughs> oh, man. It's, 
I got to give you guys entertaining stuff, right? Like I was told before, like the dick move of the week is like the best part of the podcast when I was doing them a couple times. So, and hey, to be fair, I've been told plenty of times I've, I'm going to have a podcast at some point where it's me and my father talking for a half an hour and it's going to be absolutely entertaining. I'm not making fun of my dad. I'm merely explaining to the listeners my relationship with my father because I think it's very entertaining. And I also think that might be a straight balling for the week. Lots of basketball coming up. High school playoffs, girls state. Yes, I literally, I, yeah, I'm talking about girls basketball on the podcast. That's how, that's where, it's, that's where we've gone. That's where we have gone. NBA will touch, obviously we'll get more uh, in depth when the playoffs come. College basketball, we got the conference tournaments coming up. It's going to be awesome. I've got, I love March. It's the greatest month of the year. I really think it is the greatest month of the year. So we'll be back at it. Uh, it's good to be back, by the way. I'm happy to be back. Finally recording again. I'll be back next Sunday with more basketball, more Halliburton, more McCabe, more Hero. Again, all you guys are invited. Someone give me... Jalen Johnson, do you just ignore me? Like, I text you or I message you again on Instagram. He's like, ask me anything. I'll answer everything. Well, no, you don't, Jalen. You don't answer everything because if you did, you'd at least say, I'm not coming on your podcast, which I totally understand would probably be the answer that you'd say. I'm not coming to your podcast. That's great. Please come on my podcast. McCabe, we'll get you this summer. Hero, drive up. I'm not paying for your Uber. Call in. Keyshawn, call in. Halliburton. Yeah, you can drive up too. All right. Everyone enjoy the week. Um, it's great. It's, this, is, this is the greatest time of year. Enjoy it, everyone. If you don't, come on. Everyone enjoy this basketball. Kids that kind of, I don't know if I want to watch basketball. This is, this is the best time of year. March is awesome. Uh, we will talk next, uh, next week. This has been Straight Ballin'. We straight ballin'.